Matt Wright, and Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike. For anybody who missed that intro video, you're never going to see it because it is going to get deleted from every social media site, so we don't get copyright strikes from like nine different companies. Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Yes, that's why we're deleting it. <laughs> hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. Right. I don't know why my face works so well with these video things. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, every time my face gets put in video stuff, it looks like... Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money Waters of Freedom. This is a Money Waters Media's production. And be sure to share and like and subscribe and comment and reply to other people's comments like their comments encourage them to like your comments and tweet and retweet and subtweet do all the different things join us on all social media social media and uh, podcasting platforms and if you choose to subscribe to us uh, be sure to hit the bell because i want your phone to explode with notifications every single time we go live give the gift of muddy waters today matt First and foremost, I would like to thank Jovid COVID Botham for making that video. And also, I'm just going to thank him for the cover today because he made that video. Jovid COVID Botham. Well, we know Susan thinks of him that way. All right. Yeah, he tried to murder you like Susan. Susan got it worse. Yeah, I am 100% just like refreshing my email just to find out if... Uh, <laughs> We're going to just get taken off of YouTube for that. There's a good chance of that. There's a good there chance is a good chance. There is a good chance uh, of that. But allow me to thank Le Bleu for this delicious kosher BPA-free with Boulevanaka. Boulevanaka. So I, I had a... When I was putting f- that video together... No, go ahead. When I was putting that video together last night, because Joe... Joe was just sending me the clips. And so I was like, I'm just going to put these together as the intro video because the people that we usually use for our intro video didn't come out with a new one this week. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And um, Sarah's sitting there and we're watching the baseball game and she goes, this is making me very uncomfortable and I don't like it. And can you please mute it? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's very, it's very discomforting, but you were able to accomplish it. I'm proud of you. Um, Great job, Matt. Great Thanks. job. I had a great so weekend. Was it was great. <laughs> it was great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, so I had a good weekend. I was in Washington State and uh, Libertarian Party of Washington. Uh, Anna Johnson, the, uh, the the chair there, you know where you interviewed her. Um, she, uh, coincidentally, the day before I got there, um, we had rallies across the state. All of them were uh, double our expected attendance. Uh, We had ticketed events, uh, fundraiser dinners. Everything was double what we were expecting would be there. Um, We did a big, ended with a big shooting range event. I'm actually going to pull up video of me almost starting a fire that set the entire Pacific, Northwest Pacific on fire. Um, Long story. Because that's the Northwest Pacific. The Pacific Northwest. The Pacific, yeah, so that's what the Pacific Northwest needs. It's another fire, right? He told me to aim <laughs> yeah, high. Right. He told me to aim high. That's all. And I have video proof of it. And I'm going to show it in a bit. Uh, we did get to put the fire out because 
you know, that's what libertarians do. We, we put out our, our own fires, but we do sometimes start fires. This episode of Porous is brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the second largest and fastest growing caucus in the Libertarian Party. Yes, that's a real thing. And uh, if you would like to become a part of the absolute powerhouse revolution that is happening across this country, that is the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus then I invite you to go to the Facebook group Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. Uh, And if you want to become an official voting member, which means literally nothing, we don't actually vote on anything, go to the Muddy Waters Media store, and you can go to muddywatersmedia.com slash store, and you can pick up a Waffle House shirt or button or many other different incredible things. Uh, Well, those are the only Waffle House things. But you can get those and you can come... (laughs) Yeah, it's just that. But you can get all that other stuff, too, including the famous We Have the Nard shirt, because that's, sure, why not? Uh, the Gravy King, Cumberland Cannabis Co. If you want to get viable, ethical, and effective CBD and Delta 8 products from Cumberland Cannabis, Cumberland County, Tennessee, which, let's face it, of course you do, go to CumberlandCannabisCo.com and you can get exactly that. Joe Soloski is running for governor of Pennsylvania. And Joe Soloski is the key to Pennsylvania's success. And if you want to help him become the first libertarian governor ever, then go to joesoloski.com. That's J-O-E-S-O-L-O-S-K-I.com. Jack Casey, who I actually met uh, this weekend, seems like a nice enough guy. And it turns out he's written three books. Huh? What a coincidence. You can buy them by going to theroyalgreen.com. What are they about? I don't know. Jack tried to tell me. I said, hey, bud, cool your cool your horses there because I don't want to know. And I've told you why. If they're good, then I feel bad for making fun of them. And if they're bad, then I feel good. I feel bad for, um, what am I doing? Oh, for making you buy them or encouraging you to buy them. So you can find out for yourself by going to theroyalgreen.com. Thomas Queter is running for state senate. Thomas Queter says, I run better than Albany, which is hilarious because he's a cripple. And he makes me say that. Every week, twice a week, he makes me say that. Thomas Queter's actually a really great guy, as evidenced by the fact that he makes one of his friends call him a cripple on live podcasts twice a week. Uh, and pay, but he does pay us, pay us to do it. So uh, if you want to help Thomas Queter become the first libertarian state senator in New York, which he's a fantastic guy, there's no one you'd want in that in that seat more than Thomas Queter because he has his own seat, huh? <laughs> I made that one up. But uh, if you go to Tom for fifty two dot com, T O M F O R five two dot already saved. what already saving the state of New York money. Already saving the state of, of New York money seats. by bringing his own seat. Huh? Huh? Tom for 52.com. Defy the power. Defy the power <clears throat> makes incredibly, incredibly high quality tumblers and bongs that they call. So what do they call them? They don't call them bongs. They call them special tumblers. No, they call them wa- uh, polar blast water pipes. Polar blast water pipes, which is different than a bong because it's in a tumbler 
but you can get a uh, you can get these incredible tumblers they're the highest quality the highest value they're very affordable and because they're insane they're probably using their polar ice uh, pipe a bit much themselves huh guys huh <laughs> they give you uh they let you customize it however you want for free no additional charge and if you see the level of customization they do you will be utterly shocked that they don't charge you for that so if you go to defythepower.com for all of your political stuff and stitchesandglitches.com for all your every other stuff you can also you can go there and you can get uh, and you use the code muddy tumbler for 10% off uh, you can get the most incredibly high quality tumblers I've ever seen in my entire life they're just they're insanely good um and you can have that today wait I lost the thing you can have it today which is I lost my thing hold on you can have it sounds today. painful no i i where's the thing where the hell is what, the what thing? thing are you looking for i'm looking for being able to do the no oh, whatever hold on. <laughs> but my obs isn't working right hold on one second oh never mind there we go okay all right you can get the thing today defy the power oh and good we just lost our stream too no it's back we're back hey everyone No, we're back. Are we good? good. I think so. Okay. Hey. No. No, we... Keep... I... What? What? This... Yeah, we're back. Hey! Everybody? Do you like the... Do you like the new shirt? Yes, I do. I like the shirt. It has, it has I... our... Yeah. has our initials. Oh, I don't even see that. I see that it has the illegal... Well, you're, yeah. <laughs> Matt Wright and multiple sclerosis. That's. Yes. <laughs> that's perfect. Um, uh, thank you guys. Uh, bear with us. We are having some weird live video signal issues. Thanks to God knows what's causing that. But we are still here and we are still broadcasting. Um, Matt? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you would like to own. The, the throwback original logo that nobody's ever seen before now. Uh, you can just go to the store and you can pick it up. You saw an ad for it earlier. MuddiedWatersMedia.com slash store. Um, yep, oh, are you look done? at all those okay. great shirts. Yeah, I was done. Yeah, I was done. I was, <laughs> I was just filling time to make sure everything was working and I was reading some comments. DG King wants to know, would you rather eat 10 of your own boogers or one of someone else's boogers? So that's not even a question. That's, yeah, I don't. Damn. Yeah. It's 10 of my own. It's not like there's no question. I mean, I'm you could even eating. game that by just taking one of your own and, and slicing it into 10, thereby making it 10. But exactly. even if not, even if it's by like actual like weight or volume, I'd still weigh more. Would anyone answer yeah. that differently? I don't think so. I don't think anybody would. Yeah. I don't think anybody would. But do you know what? I believe that uh, it would not taste... I'm not sure. It might taste just as bad as mud water. 
Oh, wow. Mudwab. Great way to segue into one of our sponsors, Matt. Which brings us to the seamless segue into our Mudwater Mushroom Coffee Replacement Cacao Rapid Fire segment brought to you by an actual sponsor of ours, Matt. Uh, Mudwater uh, Coffee Alternative. If you woke up today and said, Spike, I want to eat boogers. I don't want coffee anymore. I want boogers. Mmm, boogers. Yum, yum. Well, folks, I have something which is actually better than that, I would argue. And that's mud water, coffee alternative. It has masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. If you go to muddywatersmedia.com slash mud, you can get a starter pack today. And uh, it will give you just enough caffeine, one-seventh of the caffeine of a cup of coffee. Just enough caffeine to get through the day happy and and, and just chipper as can be, like this, because I use it too, so it's like this. Or, uh, but it also um, keeps you from having those crashes that happen with coffee that leave you feeling like this. And it tastes better than boogers, Matt. I would argue. I would argue that it tastes better than boogers. When was the last time you ate a booger? Oh, wow. Well, uh-huh. Is this There's like no boogers have gotten action. worse since I was a kid? Or better? Oh, wow. Palettes change, Spike. Palettes oh, wow. change. What if they've gotten better? Wait, when's the last time you've had a booger? I plead the fifth on that one. I'm not answering wow. that question. Well, folks, yeah. speaking of something very un- <laughs> difficult to talk about, <laughs> Colin Powell. <laughs> you know, from talking about eating boogers to Colin Powell. <laughs> The nation mourns today as (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The nation No, we can do this. We can do this. We talk about difficult stuff on this show all the time. Colin Powell is dead. It's terrible. Terrible. He passed away yesterday. Originally reported from complications from COVID-19, even though he was vaccinated. And then after the news came out that he was vaccinated, they said, well, he also had cancer and Parkinson's. Um, but wait, I, think I missed that part. They then they did they said COVID, and then once it was mentioned that he was vaccinated, they're like, "Oh, he also has all this other stuff too." Yeah, yeah. So ah. if you if if anybody if anybody um, watches Drudge, like just reads Drudge Report all day, mm-hmm. the initial article at the head of Drudge Report, Colin Powell, 
Colin Powell dies of uh, from COVID complications. He mm-hmm. was vaxxed. Mm-hmm. And then if you went back later, it, there was an asterisk. And then it said he was also battling cancer. And then if you went back, I believe this morning, it said he was battling cancer and had Parkinson's. Because... So if he wasn't vaccinated, who here wants to pretend that they would have said all that would not would not have come up yeah would not have come up once ever it started out as covid complications then it was like people got mad because of a meme and they're like bro he had cancer he was battling cancer and then it was like he had cancer and parkinson so this is my favorite part of all this is when someone says, yeah, you know, someone died of, of COVID. Now, if we mention the fact that the vast majority of people who die from COVID are either elderly or have other medical conditions that made them likely to pass away from those things, or at least have, you know, serious complications, uh, we're told we're heartless monsters and how dare you. But then when they bring up that someone who's vaccinated died from COVID, then they say, well, but, but. But he was very old or he had all these complications or he was fat or whatever. And they can say that that makes it perfectly fine. And it's just I even heard someone say, well, you know, it's not always that they died of COVID. It's that they died with COVID. We don't know that COVID caused it. Oh, really? That's interesting. That's very interesting to know. That's very interesting to know. Now, this is a man that... uh, do I want to say that? Yeah, I'll say it. Uh, lied about. Did, did you read the next line? Be, did you read the next line before you are okay. getting ready to say what you're about to say? No, you say it. Okay. <laughs> he joins the million or so people who passed away from the complications of his choices that helped lead to the wars in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, don't don't ruin the joke before we get there. <laughs> yes. Here is a man who. Uh, lied about weapons of mass destruction uh that were supplied by the the u.s government and uh only to be killed by one how about that um we i mean you want to talk about irony so i've been very uh careful to talk about this up until now um because uh i wanted to wait till this show No, the reason I I waited is because, you know, when a mass murderer dies um, and there's someone that we're told is okay because they're in our government um, and they die, we're told you have to respect the dead. But yet if someone like this, who to countless hundreds of millions of people is a monster who helped destabilize their countries and their communities and killed millions of people, um, in order to empower and enrich themselves and the people who put them in their positions of power. Uh, you know, if it were someone in another country who did that, then we'd be saying good riddance. Um, but, you know, because uh, Colin, it was Colin Powell. Colin Powell was, you know, the first, did you know he was the first black um, secretary of state, Matt? The first one. Intersectional imperialism. Was he? Yeah, first black secretary secretary of state. That was what they led with. Oh, good. Let's put 
let's put black people in charge of mass murder. That will make it less mass murdery. Or we can just celebrate the accomplishment. I mean, yeah, mass murder is bad, but, you know, we got black people doing it now sometimes. We've really progressed as a country when our <laughs> global mass murder allows racial minorities to, to be in, in charge of it sometimes until they die. So uh, reports, Matt, have come out stating that Bill Gates uh, had been warned to stop emailing a female Microsoft employee because of the inappropriateness. Matt? Yes, and we here at Muddied Waters, first of all, apologize for this, but we also got, uh, we were lucky enough to get a hold of one of these emails. For anybody who's listening on audio, you're going to have to watch the video. You're going to have to and watch if you're this a big one. Enough nerd, if you're a big enough nerd, you're going to understand this joke. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's. Yep, that's definitely one to. You got to see it, folks. If you're, if you're, this is your yeah, chance to yeah, yeah. tune into our YouTube or our Facebook and become a subscriber today. So you can just for this joke. <laughs> yep. Just for this one. Notice how big the font is. How is that worse than the Colin Powell thing? <laughs> How did that become more inappropriate than the Colin Powell thing? I know. The Colin Powell thing. <laughs> so when I thought of that joke, I laughed for like 15 minutes to myself. Yeah, no, that's that's good stuff. So join our YouTube and our float today, float.app slash moneyed waters media, and you can get more of that live and pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's right. So speaking of inappropriate and um, murdery, Joe Biden was speaking on human rights and anti-Semitism for the dedication of the Dodd Center at the University of Connecticut, Matt. That's right. Um, and a clip of this speech went viral, which means we have to share it here, too, because we just have to add to that trend. Um, so we have fewer democracies in the world today than we did 15 years ago. Fewer, not more, fewer. Cannot be sustained. That's why from day one of my administration, I've taken concrete steps to put human rights back at the center of our foreign policy and reassert our moral leadership on the global stage. Not more, Matt. Fewer. Fewer. Oh, was he saying fewer? <laughs> I thought he was saying fewer. Um, so fewer. for any country, here, for any country, and just so everybody knows, we are global. We are in like 100 countries right now. Yeah. Counted. Um, you would not believe where we are in the charts in Slovenia. 
right yeah, now. Yeah, we are well, killing it in, in the former e- former Eastern Bloc countries. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in a country that's not, without a democracy, uh, be terrified. Biden is speaking here with the passion and cadence of an out-of-control tyrant. By the way, I just want to grab a clip from this. Um, so, so he, where is it, right here. He could not look more in this moment like the Jeff Dunham puppet of the old boomer if he tried. <laughs> like, that is dead on. Again, uh, if you're listening to the, this is a very visual episode of the Money Waters of Freedom. You're going to want to definitely, is. definitely get this. But, I mean, he couldn't. <laughs> He really the whole I guess he always looks like that, but especially making that face right there. Goodness. That's if Jeff Dunham is behind him, then well, I hope the kids didn't see it. Well, I'm pretty certain it's not Jeff Dunham who's got his hand up Biden's ass. But mm. I bet somebody's leading him. Hey, that's uh, way too early for a Pete Buttigieg joke, Matt. <sighs> He's on paternity leave. He is on paternity. He is on paternity leave. Um, <laughs> it was nice of them to give him paternity leave. Well, we have a transportation issue. Um, yeah. <laughs> However, as odd as that clip was, there was another clip that went around. Um, that some would say is even odder. And uh, so for everybody, he, on top of more, not fewer, more, whichever, uh, he also said, he said this. And when I talked to all your folks out in the playground, as I joked, and said, everybody knows I like kids better than people. Fortunately, they're like me. That's why maybe I like them. But all, <laughs> but all kidding aside. He likes kids. Better than people. Because they smell better than people, Matt. First of all. Kids kids aren't people. No. <laughs> that that makes the thing that he said before about, you know, uh, what was that a couple years ago? Uh, you know, um, oh, what was it? Black kids are just as good and smart as real kids or something smart as white kid as white kids yeah but that's hold on i gotta look up the quote was it was he, he said he said uh poor kids are just oh yeah as poor, smart and poor kids are just kids. as smart as white kids yeah 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 poor kids are just as white and smart or are just are just as smart and talented as white kids but he never said any of them were people so <laughs> no not a single one so of them write that down i i think you might have missed that you know, I know Jen Psaki, poor Jen Psaki tomorrow is going to be like, well, I mean, he never said they were people before. <laughs> poor. That's great. So throughout his Maybe. day in Connecticut, uh, adult hecklers could be heard chanting, let's go, Brandon. He's not our president. Traitors. 
I like the let's go Brandon thing. I really like it. I think that uh, I this when no I no fairness. Doing... That's not what they were chanting, but I tried to keep this as family friendly as possible because oh, we were chanting let's go. Family. We were saying let's go Brandon. Uh, we were uh, marching around Seattle and then again in Richland uh, in the Tri Cities area in Washington. Everyone was liking the let's go Brandon thing. We had municipal bus drivers honking to let's go Brandon oh. and like yeah, no they like yeah. it. Yeah, that's not what they the said. Let, the let's go. Br no, yeah, no, that's not what they were chanting. That's just what I wrote. That's why I put it in yes. italics so I would remember. Uh, protesters were lining the, some of the roads with uh, Donald Trump flags and anti-Joe Biden flags and signs, and yeah. they were chanting, let's go, Brandon. But not. But not. But not. If um, I hope to God he has a Brandon in his cabinet that we don't know about, and that guy's just like, they like me. Finally, finally, after years of bullying, everyone likes Brandon. It's great. What's great everyone is when, because there's always, I've discovered how many Brandons there are. Because whenever you make the Brandon joke, they're like, hey, I'm Brandon. I'm like, well, let's go then. Um, the Everybody tag Brandon in this video. Someone tagged a Brandon. Yeah, ta everyone tag the Brandons in your life in the video. Uh, if you're on Facebook, all right. Fun game. If you're on if you're on Facebook, do let's go at Brandon and then just tag the first. Your Brandon. first Brandon. Just tag your first. Your Brandon. first Brandon. I'm gonna do it. I don't think it'll work on my page though. Let's go. Brandon. It won't work on the. It might work on the page. I don't know. I'm I'm tagging Brandon Steiner, who has who has a million likes. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't either. But he's go. got a million likes. Well, maybe you'll come so on. That'd be Brandon. great. That'll help us. Let's go, Brandon. Um, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, yeah, my favorite uh, sign that that we had on the on the trail was "My body, not Brandon's choice." Um, Brandon's are now um, experiencing what Karens have been experiencing for the past two or three years, and I think we all can laugh at both of them equally. Well, Karens are a lot of the heat is getting off of Karens now because oh, Francis. Francis is the yeah. new Karen. Francis is the new Karen. And, yeah. and Francis does kind of work as like a gender neutral Beto. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, because you don't know if it's CES yeah. or CIS. It's it's really it's actually a more a less gendered term. Let's go, Francis. It is. Let's go, Francis. Lighten up, Francis. No, I like him. I like him. I like it. So uh, 2022 is going to be an interesting year for the midterms. Dems are getting worried and not just because the face of the party is saying things like, I don't have that. Wow. I a hundred percent figured you just automatically had that in there at all times with the amount of times that you play it. Oh. oh, oh, no, wait. Yeah, that. <laughs> and I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who oh, would bend down and whisper in my ear, oh. and go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they'd actually probably nothing ever taught in uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but oh, they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move to get get me moving. Oh, that. That's not the reason. Yeah, that. That's not the reason that they are worried. 
They, they should be. Well, actually, they shouldn't be because he said that and then got elected. So they, they shouldn't be worried because of that. Why are they worried, Matt? Uh, so 11 Democrats are leaving their seat in the House so far. Mm. Representatives Karen Bass is running for mayor of Los Angeles. Mm. Val Demings and Tim Ryan and uh, Connor Lamb are running for Senate seats in their home states. And Charlie Crist, who is my representative is running for governor <laughs> again sorry well oh he's running for governor for like again yeah for like the fifth time he that man wants to for be like governor right um and representatives uh ann kirkpatrick sherry bustos philemon vela ron kind um are are retiring and they all hold relatively competitive seats. So Republicans right now only need to flip five to take control of that in the house. Because they actually gain seats. You know, when we talk about the crushing loss to Republicans in 2020, they actually gain seats everywhere except the White House. They lost that one. Exactly. But, uh, they, they lost one. <laughs> they lost one. They lost one in the White House. I mean, it was a big one, but they had a net gain. They had a net gain everywhere else, including in the House, which has a razor thin margin. And if you're just sick and tired of Nancy Pelosi running roughshod over Congress, not allowing members to submit bills or to, uh, you know, to, to make submit amendments without going through the committee process, which means they have to give a bunch of money to their party to be able to get on the committee and even be able to have their ideas introduced. Uh, if you're just sick and tired of the way that Congress is running, then you will be happy to know that soon, whoever the Republicans pick, probably McCarthy, will do the McCarthy, McCarthy or McCartney? McCarthy. McCarthy will do the exact Kevin same McCarthy. thing when he gets in. Like literally the exact same thing. Right. So on top of the fact that you have uh, 11 Democrats that are leaving their seats, mm-hmm redistricting is happening Hmm. and who stands to benefit most from redistricting right republicans um so the redistricting in key states and the historical maxim that the party of a new president tends to lose ground in midterm elections means democrats are worried but there's the trump of it there is the Trump of the whole thing. The Democratic Party's Trump biggest Trump asset, Donald Trump. Is Donald Trump. Yes. Because Donald Trump looks at himself as a kingmaker. And whoever he endorses is going to just waltz right on through. Um, and you can see that with many of the people that he endorsed mm-hmm. in 2020. Wait. Hang on. No. That's wrong. Uh, you can see it with some of the people. Well, you, a few of the people that he endorsed in 2020. Um, so if Trump's going to go out and try to force people into this election, there is a good chance that people will just vote against that yeah. because a lot of people are getting sick of Donald Trump. Uh, the best thing for the GOP would be for uh, Trump to realize he isn't the kingmaker that he thinks he is. At all. Sit back. But we all know that's not going to happen. Uh, and I think that that election is going to be a wild election. I it's think that's be a, going to be a crazy night. 
it's going to be a much closer election for Democrats than it, or a much closer election for Republicans than it needs to be for them. Imagine, look at what's happening right now. Vaccine mandates that are that are becoming increasingly unpopular, uh, uh, supply shortage issues. Um, uh, we're going to have the, the increasing cost of everything with inflation. Um, everything is in is in or approaching a crisis and not a temporary crisis. This sort of permanent state of worsening crisis. The Republicans could easily and you have an electorate that has a very short memory. You know, they they blame whoever is in charge right then for everything that's happening instead of realizing that it's Democrats and Republicans working together who have created all of this mess. They're going to look and say, Joe Biden is president. The Democrats are in control of Congress. That's that we need to we need to you know put Republicans in. I'm sick and tired of this. And the only thing that the Democrats have to hope for is that they will remember what Trump was like and be like. And, and and the people he picks, who are typically the most batshit ones possible, and go, oh, no, I don't like them. Like, literally the only hope that Democrats have, which is why they won't stop talking about him, is to make everything about Donald Trump again. Um, and the Republican Party, because he's so – he has the biggest the – sec- the single biggest voting base within the GOP, they have to do it too. So – Two years after this man is no longer president, it's more than likely that this midterm is going to largely be a referendum of Trump versus Biden again. And I don't know yes, that Biden loses that. I, I do think they're going to take back the House just because everything's in their I, favor. But the fact that I think, it's yeah, even I think close, Republicans are going to take it back. But, but the fact that it's so even close. I, I be, no. So the way that I see it and I could be like I could be wrong. We're still a year out. Um, but the way I see it is Republicans are going to take back the house, but if you didn't have the Trump of it all, you would, they would have take the house by a, it would be the shellacking that, uh, Barack Obama talked about in what was that? 10, 2010, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where he was like, oh, we took a shellacking last night. And uh, let me be clear. It's not because people don't like my policies. It's because whatever. Um, they like shellac. Yeah, right. Um, I think that that's what it would be. But since you have the Trump of it all, you're going to have people going out there to vote against Trump because you're right. It's going to be it's not even a Biden Trump referendum. It's going to be a Trump, not Trump referendum. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, that's accurate. And the problem with Democrats is uh, a lot of people are going to associate not Trump with all the mess that's happening right now, even though in many ways, Trump and Republicans are every bit as much to blame as Biden and Democrats are. I mean, yes, the Democrats are currently in charge, uh, but if Republicans were in charge, they'd be in charge of this exact same thing happening. These both parties have been working together on this, which is why I didn't really I don't really feel that bad that Biden's being blamed for a bunch of stuff that he didn't cause as president because he did help cause it in his multiple decades in the Senate. So, yeah, I don't feel bad about it. But it, it, it is going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I don't know. To, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, to reply to Meg Jones, Meg Jones says, I feel like DeSantis is gaining traction fast and setting himself up to run. Yeah. I'm, I am going to make a prediction here. And again, could be wrong. Could be wrong. But you're right. He is gaining traction fast. He will not run in 24. Hmm. Don't believe he will run in 24. 
Oh, because of the thing. Yeah, because of Trump. He, the other day, Donald Trump said that he would destroy DeSantis in the election. Um, And DeSantis does not want to step on the toes of Donald Trump. Not only that, he is running for re-election for governor, as anybody here in Florida knows, against Charlie Crist. Um, He is going to finish out his two terms as governor here because he doesn't want to leave in the middle of a term because he said he wouldn't. And a lot of people do. A lot of people say it and then they do it anyway. I think that he is going to sit there and say, nope, I said that I wasn't going to leave in the middle of my term. Because not because he actually... That's not the reason. The reason is he doesn't want to step on the toes of Trump because he wants that endorsement in 28. Mm. That's a good point. That could very well be it. That's of course, or, if Don- go ahead. I was about to say something that contradicted everything I just said. So I'm going to not stay that sentence. So now can you imagine? So if Donald Trump gets no- the nomination and then loses in 24, he can run again in 28. And I am not 100% he'd certain. He'd be like 80. He'd be 82-ish. Do you think he's he's above that? It could happen. Now, uh, Connor Cudmore mentioned that uh, he told Trump told people in two th- that not to vote in the midterms if his election results aren't overturned. So there's that as well. Like, if if oh man, you couldn't have made a a better Democrat plant than Donald Trump, who incidentally I will remind everyone uh, was a major donor to the Democrat Party for decades, and who himself is basically a moderate big government Democrat from new york who put on the republican party colors so yeah Connor Cudmore says trump isn't very he said that trump isn't very trusting of pence and that's correct pence would not be the vp pick no 100 it, be, would not it be might be the VP. you don't think he'd try to do trump desantis but like you said he desantis is running for re-election so Right. I think DeSantis would would not join the administration. He would support the administration, but he wouldn't join it because DeSantis, like, say what you will about DeSantis. Politically, he's very smart. He is very smart politically. So he is probably thinking, I'm working my way up because everything he has been doing since high school has been in line in order to run for president one day. and if you look at his career, you can see he is just checking box after box after box. I don't think he wants to become VP because VPs typically don't become president. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. At least historically, it, it, recent history, they don't. Steve South said, I don't have any sort of confidence confidence that there will be a 2024 election or even 2022. Many Democrat states are still trying to enact rule changes that promote cheating. This is something that Republicans and Democrats have been saying for decades now. I don't know that there's going to be an election coming up because if it's Democrats, the Democrats are you know encouraging all this cheating. And if it's Republicans, the Republicans are trying to suppress the vote. It's a good cop, bad cop routine, Steve. They will desperately always keep the democratic function in place if for no other reason than to make you think you're choosing this 
So they're definitely not getting rid of that because that's what they can point at to say, this is our democratic system working. Or the Republicans can say, this is our constitutional republic system working. They can both say the same thing. Uh, they desperately need you to think that they're allowing you to have a choice in how this works. Uh, so the elections aren't going anywhere. Uh, they're going to continue tinkering on the edges. And of course, they're going to prove that it's a good cop, bad cop routine because they always come together to make sure that anyone but them running has the hardest possible time that they can have to make it nearly impossible for anyone to challenge them in any real way, at least at the federal level. So uh, that's definitely not going away. If you like uh, elections, uh, don't worry, they're staying here. If you like them to uh, actually result in you getting something, you're going to have to replace them. Democrats and Republicans. And if you do like elections, there is a very tight race happening in Virginia yes. uh, between Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin. Terry McAuliffe uh, attempting to be the Democratic. I forgot the word that I was going to try to say there. The, he's going to try to follow Governor Blackface. Yes. He's going to try to follow Governor Blackface, um, and Glenn Youngkin is going to try to unseat Governor Blackface. Governor Blackface. Um, but it's it's it looks like that's going to be a very tight race, and I am here for a good brawl in Virginia. Um, so we may be doing not really an election night special on one state, but we will definitely be covering it the night of uh, up until roughly ten o'clock. Yes. And I think it'll take longer. I'm not than saying late for Virginia. <laughs> it, yeah. I, I don't know. Virginia, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a hard one. I, I, If I had to bet money, I, I'll, I would think that McAuliffe is going to win just because they've been trending blue for quite some time. But he certainly hasn't helped himself, uh, done himself any favors. So the Again, thing- the one thing that's helping him is Donald Trump telling people not to vote and that the whole system's a mess and that, you know, the Democrats. The thing that's him. hurting him. The thing that's hurting him is several NAACP uh, groups and chapters have endorsed Yunkin, the first Republican that they've endorsed in, in Virginia, like ever. Wow. What is that over? That, like, what reason for that? That's because Governor Blackface. Oh. Because Ralph Northam was in Blackface when he was in college. And they just kind of swept it away and he never made an apology. He never said anything about it. Yeah. He said that he could just... do the moonwalk. And then he never did. He never showed us the moonwalk. You know how I feel about this. But for some of I, our I newer viewers, it's been a while since I've said this, so I'm going to say it again. Had he went and danced when they asked him to, that would have helped. It would have helped. It wouldn't completely have helped, but it would have helped a lot. His wife screwed him up there because I re- we all remember, or you should remember. If you don't, if you don't remember, go back and you'll after this show is over and look it up. They asked him. They said, you know, why did you do blackface, or or did you do blackface? And he said, well, I was trying to look like Michael Jackson, and you know, I, I can even dance like him too. And they said, well, can you show us? And he got all excited. Can you do the moonwalk? And he yes. said yes. And they said, he can said you yes. Show us? And he starts, and I know this look because I'm a salsa dancer. And no one believes that until I show them that I'm a salsa dancer. And so when they're like, well, can you do it? I'm like, yeah. And I get that look on my face. And I immediately, like he did, proving that he can do the moonwalk. His first thought was to, he got real excited and say yes. And then he looked down at the floor for a place where he can do it. 
proving that he knows he can do it. He's already sizing up the room. Where can I do this? Okay. Because that's what I do. Let me see where I can go to start dancing so I can show you I know how to dance. And he did that. Okay. And then his wife goes, not appropriate at this time. And he goes, well, it's not appropriate at this time. And in all fairness, what his wife said, what his wife said was, because we had a debate over what she meant. Yes. Because she said, inappropriate time. And we didn't know if it was inappropriate times or inappropriate times. Yeah. But he took it as inappropriate times. He went, yeah, it's inappropriate and didn't do it. He should have done it. He should have said, honey, this is the appropriate time and gone out there done the moonwalk, done the turnaround, done the kick, grabbed his crotch. He should have done the whole thing. He should have done the whole thing. He should have because people would have been like, Oh, okay. Well, he knows he like he actually was trying to be Michael Jackson. It was inappropriate how he did it, but that guy can dance. Yep. It would have helped. Okay. I guarantee if Terry McAuliffe. Can... If Terry McAuliffe comes within like a thousand, let's say five thousand or fewer votes of winning, he will have lost because Ralph Northam didn't moonwalk three years ago. Was that three years ago? Yep. Well, two and a half. Okay. Um, so tune in uh, the first Tuesday in November, and uh, we will be uh, covering the McCulloch Yunkin race in Virginia here and there. We'll also be talking about important stuff. We'll be talking about important things, too. Now, speaking of important things, we have something very important right now, and that's the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds' attorney at law, Anchor Colin moment, where you can go to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters and leave us questions. But that's not, a, that's not it, Matt. I know you think that's it, but that's not it. You can also go to anchor.fm slash muddywaters slash subscribe and become a member of Muddied Waters Media. Become a mudsketeer in the muddied militia. Sure. And uh, you can, uh, so you can leave us messages or you can subscribe. And if you subscribe, then not only do we like you better, but we also, for only 10 bucks a month, not only will we like you better and more, but we also will uh, give you exclusive access to subscriber-only content. About once a week or so, uh, you get exclusive access to content. Uh, you also get an ad-free listening experience on Anchor to all of our podcast episodes. And once a month, you get to join us on the Muddied Zoom, where you can hang out in a muddied uh, in, in a Zoom call with me and Matt and Jason and uh, uh, Cajun and Eskimo and Sean and uh, Ashley and whoever else wants to be on there in the Muddy team. Brian, maybe Brian might be on there, uh, and you can uh, and you can join us there. Uh, we play it live so everyone else gets to watch it too and be jealous of you, the Mudsketeer, and say how can I be as cool as that? And we say, well, the way way you can be as cool as that is by going to Anchor.fm slash Muddy Waters slash subscribe. So it's like an MLM scheme kind of, but if you go to Anchor.fm slash Muddy Waters slash subscribe, you can do exactly that, but you don't have to do that to leave a message. You can just go to Anchor.fm slash Muddy Waters, leave a message for us, and we will play it whether or not you're a member, but again, we will like you more. The first Muddy Zoom is scheduled yes for november 11th 
November Thursday, November 11th at eight o'clock. So if you are a subscriber, put that in your calendar right now, Thursday, November 11th, eight o'clock. There won't be a writer's block. We're going to be doing the muddy zoom instead. And then on the second Thursday of every month following, we will be doing the muddied zoom instead of a writer's block episode. I'm going to be flying back from New York on the 11th. Man, we literally made these plans two weeks ago. My flight booker didn't know that. You're not going to believe when we have the next episode. It might be the 18th. We might have to do it the 18th. Second, second Thursday of every month. No, I know. I know. I know. And then we're finding this out live, both of us together. Anyway, we are going to be doing a muddy Zoom. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to love it. Uh, so we may just have you streaming on your side. So our first question comes from the amazing Alex Flores. Can you hear? Oh, no. oh God's sake. Are you going to do that again? Oh, yeah, I played him last time, didn't I? What's that? I played him last time, didn't I? Yeah, well, no, last time I played him, but the time before you played him. Do you mind playing him because the thing's doing the thing again? Uh, Yeah, give me a second. I got to pull stuff up. Hold on, let me see if this fixes it. Matt and... uh... There we go. Okay, cool. All right, we got it. All right, hold on. All right, here we go. Hey, guys. Uh... Matt and uh, Spike, this is uh, Alex with the uh, Greasy Porcupines over here out with the uh, Arizona Libertarian Party. And I uh, wanted to ask uh, Matt, actually, if he's going to come out to convention here in January. Um, Spike's going to be here. I'm just wondering if Matt's going to be here making a Muddied Waters, uh, muddied waters uh, meeting in the desert. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Love your show. So for anybody who doesn't know, Alex Flores has a company called Greasy Porcupines. Yes. Um, and it's a fantastic company. Uh, they are a sponsor of Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. And uh, hopefully one day we can get them as a sponsor as well. Um, but uh, they are a mechanic company and it's a pay what you can afford company. It's a, it's a brilliant company and um, people have given him 15 bucks for an oil change or $200 for an oil change because they like what he is doing. Um, So if you live in his area, uh, you can reach out to greasy porcupines and help support him or he can help you out. uh, However is necessary. Uh, You can also go and like them on Facebook. Uh, I think it's facebook.com slash greasy porcupines, but don't quote me on that Um, to Alex. Uh, that is really up to the chair of Arizona on whether or not I am there. Um, so have your chair reach out to me and we can figure that out. But I would be happy to be there. I would be happy to have him there too. So have the chair reach out to uh, to uh, Matt. We can hopefully make that work. Our next question, our next call is from Matt Hicks. Here we go. Gentlemen. This is Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment. 
TM. I got something I want to talk about today. I'm super excited, and I hope you guys are excited too. I know this has kind of fallen off of everybody's radar a little bit. We we all have like pretty short memories about things, but guys, Jelaine Maxwell, her trial's gonna start next month, like in November next month. I'm pretty excited to see how this all shakes out. Um thinking maybe we ought to start a pool to see how long it takes for her to commit suicide. You can't see it, but that was in air quotes. Um, I'm doing air yeah, quotes. Yeah, so here. that's going to be a whole thing. Hashtag laser legend. Hey guys, this is Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds. Attorney or lawyer, call in moment to you. Uh, back to the Jelaine Maxwell uh, trial. Uh her, her trial is scheduled to start on November 29th. That's 41 days. So start a countdown calendar going. Um, most recently, what I've read about it is that uh, the, both the defense and the prosecution have sent a letter to the judge agreeing and requesting to keep the jury questionnaire secret so as not to taint the potential jury pool. I, I like the word taint. It's kind of weird. Um that's uncommon, I guess, but uh, I guess not super out of the ordinary. Um, I'll keep you posted with stuff as I read about it. Hashtag laser legend. This man is going to be an attorney soon. He is going to be an attorney soon. So um, everybody gonna... knows who uh, Jelaine Ghislaine Maxwell is. Ghislaine. She was Ghislaine. Um, she is the uh, madam for Epstein, who was his ex-girlfriend, who then ended up getting him underage women, uh, underage girls. Uh, don't know how that happened, but sure. Um, yeah, her trial is coming up in 41 days, according to Matt Hicks, and I have no reason to think he is lying. Um, I believe I believe him in this case. Uh the jury thing that's weird that they're keeping that confidential yeah because the the jury questionnaire on the derek chauvin trial that went viral yeah i think we covered that on our show yep because of how outlandish those questions were um but yeah the the galane maxwell jillane i don't know how to say it um jillane uh, with her going in, many people have already speculated that she is going to die. Uh, Bill Gates even made a comment about Epstein recently that was weird and off color about, well, he's dead now. Um, and a lot of people thought that the same, the, the, a similar fate would uh, come upon Jelaine. But uh <laughs> That joke still makes me laugh and so many people don't get it. Like, I don't think anybody does, except for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, do you think she's going to survive? Do you think no. she's going to make it? No, no. You don't? No, 100% no. And why wouldn't they have why wouldn't they have done it already? Um, she's been I in jail think, for like a year. I think that they are going to do it 
I don't think they're going to do it. Like someone said, I'm placing my bets on November 28th. I don't think they'll be that brazen, but I think it's coming. I think they'll wait till sometime like end of this month, beginning of next month and say, oh, the pressure of the trial was just too much for it. Yeah. I could see that. I could yeah, see I, that. I think they're going to do that. I will be shocked if they let her live. Um, yeah, I'll be shocked. Over, over, yeah. under. Um, yeah, let's take some bets here. Thank you, Connor Cudmore. Um, more likely to kill themselves in prison. To kill themselves in prison. Mm-hmm. Elaine Maxwell, R. Kelly. Oh, uh, Elaine, Elaine, uh, Jillian Maxwell, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see R. Kelly killing himself. Yeah, I don't think I don't think R. Kelly is uh, gonna kill himself. He might, he might, but I don't think he is. Yeah. Ooh, Thanksgiving. There's a theory that it'll happen while we're all enjoying Turkey Day, and it'll just kind of fall under the radar. What day did he say the trial starts? the 29th okay so yeah that's after that's yeah. after thanksgiving yeah i can see that that's uh, that's a good that's a good bet yep that's a good bet what what day is thanksgiving this year fourth um, i think 25th yeah it's 25th. the 25th yeah 25th. that's a yep that's probably gonna be it yeah. Probably gonna be it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be so consumed right. watching Matt the Hicks Lions. Is good call. Right, we'll be watching the Lions and the Cowboys lose. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. No, that's that's definitely the right call there. Um, here is the. Next Did you know that we were the very first people? Uh, Muddy Waters Media was the very first uh, uh, account on Instagram to use the tag. Jelaine Maxwell did not kill herself. Oh, I believe it. We're always ahead of things. We were the we were the very first people to use it. I believe that. Because it was immediate. As soon as, as soon as it was announced she was arrested, I posted it and I was like, Jelaine Maxwell did not kill herself. And somebody said, That is the only time that's been used. Well, we're we're always we ahead of the curve. Time. We're always ahead of the curve. Um, okay, this next one is from T. Marie. Good evening, Mudsketeers, Mudsketutors, Mudska whatevers. I don't know what you call yourselves these days. This is T. Marie Liberty. And I wanted to talk or at least ask your perspective on Facebook. Um, today I got this weird ad for a new app service whatever i've been invited for special access to test spark a new audio dating app and i was thinking are they trying to imitate clubhouse and green room and all these other chat audio apps um are they trying to compete with plenty of fish and well being the skeptical person i am I was wondering, um, what are they using that information for? So, discuss. So, if they're trying to do a clubhouse, I don't know how Green Room does it. I don't know how Twitter does it. I just know how Clubhouse does it. And they don't right. do, they don't record anything. 
yeah. they don't record anything they don't keep backlogs of anything if they're trying to do that nothing they're not going to they're not going to take any information if they yeah. aren't doing that and all of that's going to be in the terms of services that none of you read um neither do i like i'm not calling you out without calling myself out here um if they aren't if they're going to be recording things they will sell it to whoever buys it they will sell all of that information to whoever buys it because that is how they make their money um and that is every free app that you have on your phone the reason it's free is because they take your information and they sell it uh as what they're doing with that they are going to sell it to whatever company or country government whoever wants to buy that information and then you will get targeted ads based on things that you said in the app or you'll get um yeah basically it's going to be that it's going to be a lot of targeted ads and you're yeah when you sit there and you go that's weird i was just talking about this why is facebook showing me an ad for it it's that's why right yeah yeah that's that's basically what it is it's a a pretty easy uh motive here they just want to take your information and sell you stuff and and advertise to you that's pretty much it there um clubhouse i'm not sure what their model is there's no advertising they're not tracking your info what i don't is it they eventually want to have advertising like there's nothing there there's no so I know so, like, so I know that there's tipping, like you can tip people and give them money. Yeah. And they take a percentage. Ah. So if it's all that, good on them. Like I'm I'm actually okay with that. You're not selling information because you're not taking information. Right. So if you're just taking a small percentage of what people tip, I like I can I can deal with that. Nobody gives us money on Clubhouse. I've, I didn't even know there was such a thing because I don't get money on Clubhouse. So, yeah, I, I think it's they're just trying to make money. That's I mean, that's really the basics there. They're trying to do it in a new way where you have to talk to the person because that's totally different than the party lines of old. Because it's on the Internet. Right. It's way different. Uh, here are two. Uh, do, am I playing these back to back from Cajun Libertarian? Yeah. Okay. I've, I'm assuming. Okay. All right. These are from Noel Olinde. Olinde. Olind. Olinde. I don't know how to say this last name. Cajun Libertarian. I, I think it's with the eh. eh. It looks like it's time to rock our way out of a tight situation. Let's blow this freak's mind with a tailor-made jam. Natch. The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. He liked to get naked while he smoked on the weed. He was a genius, but if he was here today, the government would fuck him up as right as Let me tell you something about the government. They're fucking up the environment. They're taking all the fucking beautiful animals and making them fucking extinct. The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. Government totally 
I assume this is the second part of what's also going to get us demonetized. Because the land of love and freedom yep. is just a baby's breath away. And if we hold hands together, we can bring back the USA, the USA. That is a fact. The government does indeed totally suck. There's 10 seconds left here. We're going to let that play out. See what happens for the next couple of seconds here. Cage Libertarian sign off. Modi Wars of Freedom. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Cajun, for getting us demonetized more than I already did. Even more. Now they're going to take money from us. Um, Like at least with mine, I could edit it out. Yes, this one. I could just cut out the beginning. This one is dead in the middle. <laughs> just dead on right in the middle there. You owe us 50 cents. Um, <laughs> the irony of that coming from Jack Black is palpable. Do you know who Jack Black's mom is? Mrs. Black. I don't know. No, um, she is a NASA engineer who the day that Jack Black was born, she left the hospital to go watch a launch of something that she figured she's like a math, like a mathematician. And she went to, she left the hospital to go watch a launch because she was the one that figured out the math problem to make it happen. Wow. And she's a Cohen. Yeah. So wait, is Jack Black a well? I mean, he is a he's a Cohen by blood, but was he born? Oh no, his dad must be. His dad is is a black. Yeah, I mean, his is a black. black. No, right. <laughs> he's is his name not Jack Black? Yeah, I mean, no, it's Jack Black, but I'm trying hmm. to see if let's say who his dad's name was. At any rate, uh, yeah, so Jack Black's a Cohen, which makes sense. So it's, because well, he likes big Can government, and I assume he'd be the only, oh. only Cohen who doesn't. Um, what a coincidence. So I wish he still believed what he said in the song but he clearly doesn't because he's become very very pro big government he always has been in 2004 he was at the mtv music awards saying uh vote vote carry yeah vote for carry but i don't know when he did this unless somehow he convinced himself that is that's more recent but is it really yeah the government because that's from, I'm pretty certain that's from the Tenacious D movie. Pick of Destiny. Uh, 
is it pick of destiny when was that uh if i had to guess off the top of my head 2008 2006 okay so he said the government sucks two years after john Kerr. anyway all right well cognitive dissonance for the win um here is uh our last <laughs> message from the eskimo libertarian we probably won't get this michael and Matholomew. i am calling in for a Chris Reynolds anchor Colin moment and uh, I am requesting a 10% raise you know yes. with the price of ammo and gas Definitely. and you know dog Done. food for the Done. sled dogs and uh, yep. yeah you know with inflation oh yeah oh yeah all that stuff so 10%. I think oh, yeah. 10, 10% would, would be nice yeah. <laughs> all right you guys I have a great day I am not only okay with a 10% raise, but frankly, I think that you're discounting yourself too much and I want to triple your income and everyone else's right now, except mine and Matt's. Right. And Jason's. And Jason's. Everyone else, triple right now. Boom, triple. Congratulations. Um, anybody that works for Muddy Waters, except for me, Spike, and Jason, and tripled Jason. the income. Boom, triple. But you know what? I, I want to triple our share. Me, Matt, and Jason, all of us, triple shares. Triple shares. <laughs> triple shares. So, folks, thanks for tuning into this amazing episode of the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds. No, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. And don't forget, go to anchor.fm slash muddiedwater slash subscribe to become a mudsketeer in the muddied militia today. And if you want to just leave messages and not give us money and not be a part of the muddied militia, then just go to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters and you can leave a message. You can leave I a like message whether you are or not a subscriber. Yeah. Yeah. You just won't get to talk to us in person ever. Ever. Oh, speaking of... Speaking yes. of, I was at an event this weekend, and um, there were a lot of libertarians there, roughly 2,500 of them. Yeah. Roughly. Um, and uh, good event, had a good time, uh, but there was a listener who came up, and he wanted to, he wanted to say hi and uh, introduce himself, uh, Dustin. His name was Dustin. He used to live in Orlando. Now I believe he said he lives in Arizona. Really okay. nice guy. Big fan of yours. Said he listens to all of our shows. Said he listens to all of our shows. Inquired about the music that is the intro to mine. And uh, fa fantastic dude. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to, Jeff, to Dustin for coming over and saying hi and introducing himself whilst I was at that event. Um also at that event, Spike came in seventh in a sexiest libertarian contest. Seventh behind. I beat Jeff Deist, which I'm not sure how. I don't know. You beat Jeff Deist in AOC. I'll take it. But I beat, I, I'm, I'm cool with beating AOC, but I beat Jeff Deist. Who was there? And that. Who was there? He was there there i feel he, like if i could have whipped votes i might have come up to like fifth or fourth maybe it would have hurt me actually they look at me and be like 
Yeah. Maybe the mythos. I'm so glad I was on the stage for that moment. Because I would have guessed you and then I would have gotten upset. And I've been like, every Tuesday you get to see us sitting next to each other and you guys pick him. Um, yeah, he, well, they didn't Dave pick Smith me. Number one. Yeah, Dave well, Smith. You, you made the list. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. Right. Uh, Dave, Dave Smith was number one. Bob Murphy was number two. You can start to guess which event I was at. Um, Dave Smith was number one. Bob Murphy was number two. Uh, Michael Malice was in there. Angela McCardle. Yeah. Eric July, I think, was in there. Wait, why wasn't Tom in there? Is is there a question? Yeah, sorry. Well, so I they mean, had, so they were playing it was um, his show. So they were playing a uh, like a uh, Family Feud. Yeah. And they're playing Family Feud and one of the questions was um other than the Tom Woods show, uh what podcast do you never miss? And the people that were playing were all a bunch of podcasters. And one of the most hilariously brutal things was watching all of them guess their own shows and them not being on the list. Scott Horton took it particularly bad. <laughs> I can picture him taking that poorly. And frankly, he, to be clear. He flipped off the audience. Yeah, no, but you know what? That's not, yeah. I mean, if, if anyone deserved it, it would have been him. So I, 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 I can see why why he would be upset um or if he was on that list too so was dave was smith that? in the dave smith and bob murphy were on that list in the exact same order and i believe michael malice was on that list in the exact same number that he was so there seems to be a correlation there seems to be a correlation in yeah. uh how people were voting for these things yes well good for all of them uh, congratulations to all the winners. And I can't, listen, I was there. I wasn't even there and I got, I got, came in seventh. I'm pretty happy about that. I'll take it. Now, speaking of people who were not there, he wasn't there either. Joe Manchin. He wasn't, no. Joe, Joe Manchin. Manchin. So, Talks are underway for Bernie Sanders to sit down for a one-on-one meeting with the most powerful person on earth, Joe Manchin. He really is the most powerful in this moment in this moment right uh he this is supposed to help squash the beef between the two after sanders placed an op-ed in the charleston gazette mail last week uh Mm. leaning on mansion to support the president's plan to invest Mm. trillions of dollars in healthcare, child care and other goals yeah um we have covered this on the show um mansion replied that this isn't the first time an out-of-stater has tried to tell West Virginians what is best for them despite having no relationship to our state. Yep. You know, how the government's supposed to work? <laughs> yep. This comes in weeks after debate and shots being fired toward and from Mansion over the spending bill that passes 3.5 trillion dollars yeah this is uh bernie sanders apparently has never heard of west virginia or the south really um if he wanted to ensure 
that Joe Manchin would not just not vote for the the uh, infrastructure bill, but would be very popular in not voting for it. He could have done nothing more helpful than to put up an op-ed and basically constantly beat up on Manchin. New York Jew that he is, and I say that as a Jew, that he pretty much is the stereotype of the carpetbagger telling those Southerners how to live their life. So great job, Bernie. Right. Now, Manchin has continually told people in private, this has not been, this has been secondhand information as of now. Yes. But uh, he has told people privately that uh, the president's clean electricity performance program, which is a cornerstone of the Democrats' plan to achieve zero carbon electricity is a non-starter. Any bill yeah. that includes it, he will not vote for. And since he is the senator from West Virginia, this makes sense. And it shows that he is thinking about the people of his state and not some agenda that's being pushed by his party. What's crazy is that, well, anytime I talk about clean energy, if they're not talking about nuclear, they're just wasting your time and everyone else's literally just deregulate nuclear. Not only will you have cleaner energy, not only will you put in really put an end to climate change, because once nuclear goes fully prolific, uh, the greenhouse gases will reduce so much because uh, uh, I can go into a whole thing about how transportation can use thorium and all sorts of other stuff. But anyway, all that to say, there's literally a way to do it. It's a technology that's existed for decades. They know that. uh, And so they're intentionally keeping you from getting your medicine and uh yeah he's he's making it clear that he's a democrat to the extent that he has a d next to his name but he's not going to uh he's not going to back up he's not going to back up what the democrats are pushing and it's funny because uh, people keep beating up on him and Kristen cinema and they're saying you know two people are stopping everything and that's not how democracy works well actually 52 people are stopping everything to 48 and that is exactly how democracy works and you just don't like this this time of it happening because you actually don't like democracy. You just like using that as an excuse to push everything on people. Exactly. Um, so him saying the stuff that he's been saying, a lot of the stuff that he's been saying, but yeah. especially about the clean energy, has caused a lot of the party to attack him. Uh, AOC attacked him recently. We covered this on the show too because Joe Manchin, like, I don't agree with this guy all the no. time but yeah he he's entertaining but uh aoc attacked him he goes i don't even know if we've met i think we passed once and i may have been introduced i don't know she just seems like she likes to talk a lot but doesn't have a lot of knowledge and i she likes died. to say, he said okay. she likes to say lots of things on the internet <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> but um since since one of the things that they are pushing is this clean energy thing, uh, and he is currently standing in the way of uh, them making gas prices go higher than they already have, yep. they are going after him real hard. But he knows if he supports anything like that, he will no longer sit in Congress. No, um, no, he will, no. Yeah, West Virginia will vote him out immediately. <laughs> Yeah, no, they will. And the thing is, you know, he's doing this again with the child tax credit that they're trying to push. Um, Because at this point, it looks like the infrastructure bill is dead in the water, thanks to Joe Manchin. So you can thank him for that. Um, 
the so, child tax credit, he wants a firm work requirement and a family income cap in the $60,000 range. Uh, he's been consistent in calling for work requirements for the child tax credit. Uh, he wants to mean test uh, uh, the income of people to receive benefits. Um, this is, but th that's nothing new. And uh, it looks like he's relishing the fact that he's the guy who can put an end to everything on both sides. He really does. Um, he was quoted as saying, there's no work, work requirements whatsoever. There's no education requirements whatsoever for better skill sets. Don't you think if we're going to help the children that the people should make some effort? Um, now, this comes after last month where he stated that if the controversial Hyde Amendment uh, isn't included, he's not going to vote for it. Now, for anyone who isn't sure what that is, under the Hyde Amendment, Medicaid and other federal programs are prohibited from covering abortion expenses. And I didn't know this, but he is a massive pro-lifer. Yeah, yeah, he's consistently pro-life. I didn't know. Um, yeah, yeah, he's one of the few pro-life Democrats left. Again, West Virginia. This is West Virginia. It's not. It's West Virginia. It's that, West Virginia so it is, sounds like he he sounds socially conservative and fiscally liberal. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like, an anti- You don't hear of that mix often. Yeah. Although he's being fiscally moderate right now, or at least what's considered moderate in the Senate right now, because he's holding them up on fiscal stuff, too. He's kind of a he's kind of really just a moderate conservative at this point or a moderate Republican yeah. anyway. He's right. a rhino, except without the name only. He's just a rye or a dying. So he's, he's, he's a dino. He's a dino. But if he so, had an R next to his name, he'd be a rhino. He's like a centrist. Yeah. Um, so the price tag as a whole has been an issue for Manchin. Uh, and it was reported that it was reported by Axios that he, along with uh, Kirsten Cinema, is unlikely to support the bill at the now compromised 1.9 to 2.2 trillion. They said that's too much. They're like, no, that's not that's not enough. Um, that that's too much. We're not going to do it. You need to cut more. You need to cut more. Um, and this ensures three separate things. Manchin will continue to remain the most powerful man in the planet uh, because he is holding up everything that Joe Biden and his cronies want to do. And he's saying, you're going to put in what I want or I won't vote for it and you right. don't win. Um, he will continue to be the bell of the ball with politicians on both sides trying to get him out to dinner and try to meet with him and Bernie Sanders doing a one-on-one -on -one, trying to make up for the mean things he said about West Virginia and Republicans are going to start taking him out being like, Hey, you don't want to vote for this because the people in your state, they don't want this. And he will continue to be the bell of the Senate. Um, and he is also the most hated man in the Senate because Democrats hate him for not falling in line hundred percent of the time. And the GOP is going to be attacking him for not going against them hundred percent of the time. He is in one of the weirdest positions that any politician can really find themselves. And he seems to relish it. So Kristen Cinema seems he, like she's not really, really happy to be in this position. He seems to love it. 
I mean, he seems to be thrilled with it. And <laughs> he's like, this is the closest I'll ever be to president. Yeah. Yeah. No. And in fact, what's funny is he's actually more powerful than the president right now because he can, he has literally, he and Kristen Cinema, but honestly, even if Cinema folded, he could just hold it up himself. He has completely stymied their ability to do their economic agenda, which, by the way, we can all thank him for that because, my God, it's already bad enough. Uh, there's no right. real hope with the Republicans in charge that it's going to get scaled back in any real way. All we can hope for is for it not to get worse or, or to worsen as slowly as possible. And he's, he's he's allowing that. He's the reason that's happening. So thankful. So a fourth thing that it ensures is that for now, I'm actually happy that he's there. I'm sure he's going to they're, they're going to give him stuff. He's going to be OK. He's going to they're going to come up with some kind of compromise that's still going to suck and uh and you know that'll happen but in the meantime we're enjoying him you know throwing a wrench in the works he's already stated that uh he doesn't see this bill going anywhere by the end of this year that's good yeah i'm like hey good for him but yeah like i don't envy the position that he's in yeah uh but so far so far he is sticking to his principles and doing what he believes is best for his state which is better than Which is better than most senators when they're persons in power. And I mean that for Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. Because when Trump was in power, a lot of Republican senators who were very fiscally conservative, um, some might even call them libertarian, uh, Mm. fell in line and voted how Trump wanted them to. Uh, what a terrible but, thing to say about Ron, Rand Paul. But he he is doing an amazing job. And even if I don't agree with him on everything, which I definitely don't, like I respect him for standing his ground here and not just falling mm-hmm. apart. Yep. And he's holding plus, this up and pissing off progressives. Yes, which is always a plus. Yep. It's always a plus. So, folks... Thanks for tuning into this fantastic episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. We are always happy to have you here. Um, I believe Republicans don't heavily push to overthrow his Senate seat, says Robert Cesar Bovero Spina. Uh, I, I agree with you, Robert. I don't think Republicans care to. I don't think they do. I don't no, think they I, do at I all. Bet, I, if he does if he does have somebody go against him, if he, if he, if somebody does run against him, it's going to be a weak candidate that yeah. doesn't have like gonna money put that, behind them. They're going to put that Blankenship guy up again with the uh, <laughs> cocaine Mitch and the China persons. They're not, they're not going to fight hard for that um, because yeah. if anything, they're going to be pushing for him to join them. Um, I think that's going to be right. the big push is, promising that if they get the majority again he'll get on some sweet committee assignments and stuff like that and they might have a case to make he might he'll probably wait to see if they actually switch like if they actually get the majority keep in mind he'd get them the majority it's 50 50 if he switched over he'd give republicans the majority which means they'd be able to you know make committee assignments and things like that they could they could they could do that. I, I'd and, sooner think they'll do that than try to, you know, replace them with who? Who are they going to replace them with? Nobody. Uh, Rob Palkovich says, now you need him to get on the nuclear train. Man, that's not going to happen. 
not in West Virginia. So That's much of the money in West Virginia comes from fossil fuels. Yeah. He's not going to abandon that because it would ruin the lives of everybody there. He is not going to abandon that ship. Not going to happen. He, no. he will work on it with, he will work on it. He could possibly work on it together, but he will never ever fight for the end of fossil fuels because it will help his state to keep them. Yeah. I mean, long-term everyone does better if we switch to nuclear, but there's going to be short-term, you know, shockwaves in his state and other similar states. And more importantly, the cronies that bankroll his campaign will cut off his funding, causing a big shockwave for him as well. Um, and nuclear, if they deregulate today, nuclear starts getting online two to five years from now when they could start building new plants and, and, and putting them online. So it would take a while for that payoff to happen, which, by the way, is why nuclear is still regulated. Every politician knows there's that immediate short term shock to their campaign coffers and they don't get to have the benefit to show people until another entire election cycle happens. So that's that's why that's happening. But. Uh, thanks again for joining this episode uh, of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. We are so glad that you tuned in. Uh, join us tomorrow for the money for my fellow Americans. Who's my guest? You're not going to believe it. I don't know who my guest is yet. We had a guest. And then join they me. Were, they had the what? No, I was, I was just going to pitch my show, but no, please go ahead, continue. I don't know. But then on Thursday, continue with your story about how your guest canceled on you. Yes. No. And then you have a show on Thursday. Uh, yes, I have a show on Thursday, eight o'clock Thursday evening, the writer's block. I will have Natalie Bruno, Natalie Bruno, who is running for governor of Oklahoma, which means that I'm willing to bet that Spike will be in Oklahoma on Friday. You are going to be absolutely shocked, Matt, because on Friday, join me in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, where I will be uh, running to support. Uh, oh, but, oh, I hold on. I forgot. I'm burying the lead here. I have got to show you where I almost. Well, no, let's do this. And then we'll, I'm going to talk about I'm going to show you footage of when I almost burned down the Pacific Northwest. Anyway, yeah. uh, so in Oklahoma, I'm going to be there in Oklahoma City uh, joining uh, Natalie Bruno. Uh, and for more information on that, let me pull up where you can go to get more information. I'm going to be there all weekend long with the Oklahoma Libertarian Party and Natalie Bruno as she is running for governor, who I wholeheartedly support for that race. And where is it, Brian? Mm. Mm. While no. you're waiting for that, on Friday, you can tune in ah. at 9.30 Eastern. Uh, mm -hmm. for Cajun and Eskimo from bayous to igloos where Cajun will do a segment that is not well thought out or researched but entertaining and Eskimo will do a segment that is very well thought out very well researched and exceptionally entertaining as well yes and uh, so this weekend, uh, join me. All of this is at electnataliebruno.com. Um, if you go uh, on Friday, uh, the 22nd from 4 to 6 local time, I will be doing axe throwing with Natalie. And you can join us at Urban Tomahawk uh, in, uh, in Edmond. 
then on uh, uh, on Saturday at 1 p.m., we will be at the state capitol, the Oklahoma State Capitol in Oklahoma City, for an Abolish the Death Penalty rally. Uh, and then the final event on Saturday evening, uh, a VIP fundraiser dinner for Natalie Bruno for Oklahoma governor at the Wild Rogers Theater special event venue in uh, Oklahoma City. If you go to electnataliebruno.com, you can find out all the information and register for these events. I'd love to see you there. Then join us Monday, uh, this coming Monday, for uh, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth with Jason Lyon. Uh, his guest is also Natalie Bruno. It's a natastic week over here on Muddy Waters. Natalie, natastically great week, Bruno. Hanging out. Uh, we're, on, we're all, all, everybody in Muddied Water is going to be hanging out with the Oklahoma. The Oklahoma. Our in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma. In Oklahoma City. Uh, and then, oh, and if you're in Sarasota, I'll be uh, there Tuesday morning for an event at the county, the Manatee County County Council meeting. Come on out and see me. I'll be speaking there. That's on Tuesday. Then join us right back here next Tuesday. Same muddy place, same muddy time for another fantastic episode. Nope, nope. Incorrect. (laughs) Then Tuesday, there's nothing. There is is no show Tuesday. Nothing on Tuesday. Next Wednesday, join us right back here for for a different muddy time and muddy place. But same muddy place, just different time. Wednesday at 8-ish for the next – yeah, it's a different time every week. Uh, for the next episode of The Muddied Waters of Freedom, where Matt Wright and I will parse through the week's events so happy and so chipper. And you're going to be able to join us right there next Wednesday. No, my fellow Americans next Wednesday. Matt, oh, so you may have heard that I almost burned down the Pacific Northwest, but I have a really good excuse. And you're going to see it right here. I was told to aim high. So just to, to set up this, uh, this story here of what happened, um, oh, that's not. Oh, is that going to do that? That's a, that's a fine. How do you do? Um, so, I mean, I guess we can play it that way. Sure. I hold on. How do I? Yes, Doug Drybro, Drybro, Doug. Uh, one week today from Sarasota, Spike, or one week from there today, we Spike will be in Sarasota. Yes, I will be in Sarasota one week from today. So here is so to set this up. Eighteen hours. Yeah, for like yeah, for eighteen hours. So to set this up, so who who here knows what Dragon's Breath shot is? You know, shotgun. I didn't. I'd never heard of it. And so <laughs> I fired guns at the uh, uh, at uh, Micah Valley gunworks in uh micah oklahoma and they, i fired like so many guns two days ago it was so cool man i fired like 30 guns ars ak's a freaking m1 garand all sorts of different pistols uh everything from a uh, uh i think i fired a 45 bunch of different nine millimeters this really weird cartoonish gigantic 22 pistol that had no recoil because it weighed like seven pounds all this really cool stuff i fired uh, i got to fire two different types of uh long-range bolt action rifles just had so much damn fun but the last thing that they had me fire was this single load shotgun with dragon's breath. And, they, and I said, what's dragon's breath? And they said, well, we're gonna, you're going to find out what dragon's breath is very shortly. And they said, now, be sure to aim high. In fact, you actually hear them say it in this video. They say, be sure to aim high. And I'm like, okay. And then 
Well, anyway. And I'd point it up in the air a little more. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yep. Send it. Oh, I gotta that. I'm, hey, I'm gonna be firing right here. Oh. So basically, wow. Yeah, so uh, you don't see it in the video, but basically, that's like a, a Roman candle from hell. And it's this gigantic incendiary round. And they told me to aim high. So it, and I'm, it's up the slope of a hill. And so it bounced several times, each time starting a new fire. And the, uh, let me see if I can find a photo of the fire. Hold on. Oh, basically, I almost, I almost set. The, so we had to run up the hill. And, uh, and it, it was a whole thing. And hold on. There we go. And I think he put up a picture. No. No, did he? Yeah, there we go. So here's a here's a photo of us putting out the fire. But this was by by at this point we had already um, we'd already pretty well put it out. Um, it was pretty raging this fire. Um, it doesn't look like it now because we'd already put it out. I'm the one there, uh, fourth from the left. Um, they're, uh, using my Skechers comfort walking shoes to, to put out the fire. And, uh, yeah, so it was at one point when I was running up the hill, those flames were higher than our height. And I was pretty sure that we were going to start a historic fire that was going to kill lots of people. But thankfully, uh, we got up there and put it out. Um, and I just would like to say again that they told me to aim high. And thankfully I didn't aim higher because then it would have gone over that hill and over to the houses on the other side of it, which would have been really bad. Matt, if someone were trying to find us on the internet, which is a series of tubes on your computers, is that even possible? And if so, how would they do that? Oh my God, that's that. That's that goes back. Uh, that 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 goes back. Um, <clears throat> it is possible. That's good. That's like <laughs> good. fifteen years ago. Yeah. That, yeah, that's like fifteen years ago. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, it is possible to find us on the internet. All one would have to do is head on over. Yes. Hello. Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Waters. Oh my gosh. Where you can hear all of the slow jams. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where you're R. Kelly now. <laughs> but not but like only the, the part that was entertaining, not the not the teenage girls thing. Just the sexy part. Not the being on people. Not to, I, I, I don't plan to be on anyone intentionally. No. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash muddied waters and you can listen to every episode. Everyone. Never you Including this one. Yes. And if you are so inclined. Yes. You can subscribe by going to anchor.fm slash muddied waters subscribe. Yes. And you can get very special exclusive content 
including, which apparently isn't on the second Thursday of November. Well, just that one, the rest are on the second Thursday. <laughs> the Muddy Tomb, where you can talk directly with Spike and myself and yes. Jason and other people. And other Even people. though I already told people. Oh, crap. That, that was the day. I told the people to. Thank, thank God I didn't put out the email blast to our subscribers yet. Oh, no. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that part's good. You can also go to the Muddy no, Store. That's, sorry. You can go to the Muddy Store. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, the good Muddy you store. also get a discount to the Muddy Store by going yes. to muddydwatersmedia.com slash store. And you will get a discount code when you join the exclusive Muddy Waters Media subscriber Facebook group. This is starting to hurt my voice, so... Okay. Or... 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 or. At muddiedwatersmedia.com I can hear you. I can hear yes. you. Yes! Good. So, thank you guys so much for joining us. Be sure to subscribe. Um, the first... I just made this up right now. The first 100 subscribers to subscribe are locked in to $10 forever, even if the rate goes up. I don't know. Wait, can we do that? We'll make it happen. 100 subscribers. Boom. Be among the 100 that can do that. We'll make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. We're making that happen. I don't know how we're going to make that happen. We're going to make that happen. First 100 subscribers. Boom. We're going to do it. Folks, yes. 200 subscribers. Spike will make one of you a personal video. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes. Personal video. Personal video for you. Uh, thanks again for tuning into this episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Uh, we will jo join us next week for our special time on Wednesday. Uh, and we will see you next week. And where we're going, we don't need roads.